This is a story that hits close to home for a lot of people. A murder committed in the quaint town of Derry, New Hampshire. A case about murder, lies, and manipulation. This is the story of the infamous Pamela Smart case. So let's start with a little background on Derry. The small town of Derry is known as a bedroom community that is very safe. Many people would move there just to get away from the big cities. Although with the increase in population, it led to a steady crime increase as well. The town went from being able to not worry about break-ins to having to lock their doors every night. Although crime may have started to go up in Derry, murder was still unusual for the police to see. Gregory Smart grew up in Nashua, New Hampshire, with his parents and three siblings. He had a normal childhood with plenty of friends. As he got older, he was known as the troublemaker and, as I like to call it, a social butterfly. After high school, he threw big parties, and that's where he eventually met Pam. Him and Pam had a classic love story, as one would call it. Greg never wanted anything serious, but Pam did. Eventually, Pam convinced Greg to get in a serious relationship with her. And soon down the road, they actually moved in together and got married. Life for Greg and Pam was normal after that. They both had busy work days, Greg was selling insurance, and Pam was working at a school. So alone time for them was uncommon. Despite this, their relationship seemed okay to outsiders, their friends, their neighbors, their family. Well, it was about to be a rude awakening for them. The focus of this episode is going to be on Pamela Smart, the manipulative mastermind behind the whole plan. She was born to John and Linda Wuhas on August 16th, 1967 in Miami, Florida. Her family stayed in Florida until the Miami riots in 1980, and that's when they decided to move to the wealthy town of Windham, New Hampshire. Growing up, Pam was the middle child out of her other two siblings. She had a job since the age of 13 since her father believed a teenager should learn responsibility at a young age. It was for this and many other reasons that Pam held contempt for her father. Her mother, on the other hand, was very active in Pam's life. This was also because Pam's mother was a stay-at-home mom while her father worked on an airline, so she ended up seeing her mother a lot more than her father. So that contempt really grew when her father wasn't around a lot. In high school, Pam was the typical popular cheerleader who was dating the football captain. She was friends with everyone, and at one point she even found herself class president. And although all this may seem normal, Pam's attention-seeking, egocentric, and manipulative personality would show throughout school, and many kids noticed it, but didn't realize how much it had to play in her life until now. 
She would pull stunts such as riding on a mechanical camel into a basketball game. And if she liked a boy at school, she would threaten any girl that went near the boy. She would distract her teachers the entire class period if she didn't want to learn that day. So it's kind of like what students now do. If your teacher's talking, you get them talking about a story that they like and pretty soon the class bell rings and you didn't do anything the entire class. Well, Pam did this quite a lot and at the time all the students were very happy because they didn't really have to do anything in class since Pam would distract the whole class. But Pam's mother would describe her as the opposite as some people. Her mother would describe her as kind and caring because she actually would volunteer quite a bit. But if you ask some people at the high school, they'd say that Pam had a simmering rage within her, which sounds a bit scary if you ask me. Um, combined with all of her other personality traits, it seems um, just a little worrisome, but you know, when you're that age, not a lot of people think of it as a certain way. They just think, oh, they're being a kid. A lot of kids are attention-seeking. A lot of kids have big egos. But unfortunately for Pam, hers was not in a normal way. But even still, after high school, Pam went to college and she actually studied media. She then became the media coordinator at Winnichusett High School in Hampton, New Hampshire. And that's where she met Billy Flynn. So our next big suspect in this episode is going to be Billy Flynn. He was a 15-year-old student at Winnichusett High School who lived in South Seabrook, which is described as the most impoverished, rough, and troubled part of town. He met Pam during a meeting for Project Self-Esteem discussion leaders. Um, it was kind of strange. Um, Billy only went into this project because he figured that there'd be a lot of girls there. So he figured he could meet some people. Little did he know he'd eventually develop a crush on Pam during that meeting. And it just, it grew from there. And eventually Pam admitted her feelings for Billy and they started having an affair. Um, so the big question of this is, how did this go from an affair to four boys murdering Gregory Smart? Because our other suspects, Vance, or J.P. Latimine Jr., Pete Randall, and Raymond Fowler, were friends with Billy, but didn't really know Pam. So that's the big question here, is how did Pamela get four boys, three of them, who she did not know well to murder her husband. 